welcome to Women Waken, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships and childhood conditioning to shift from a place of codependency to a state of divine feminine love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. On this Divine Feminine solo episode, I'm here to talk about moon rituals. I myself find myself scrambling to find videos and guidance for each new moon or full moon to find out, okay, what should I be doing? Let me remind myself of some practices and some things to do for this moon. So I wanted to go ahead and do my own episode where I talk about some of my practices and rituals around the new moon and the full moon, some of the things I incorporate, some of the activities I like to do, some of the intentions I like to set, various things for either cycle of the moon. These episodes help you to help cultivate and create your own divine feminine understanding and practices. In today's episode, we're focusing on one of my favorite things, which is moon rituals. I've really gotten into honoring and recognizing the cycles of the moon in the past few years. I used to always really like full moons, right? They're awesome. They're really pretty in the sky. You hear all these things about how crazy things happen on full moons. You know, so we usually know about that, but we don't often know about the other cycles of the moon, or maybe about new moons, which is when there looks like there's no moon because the moon is in total darkness. It's in the shadow and not illuminated by the sun. So that's what I'm talking about today is just the two basic ones. We're going to start with that, right? There's way more nuanced understandings of the moon cycles. There is waxing and waning and then, you know, different types of moon things. There's a lot. So we're just going to start with the basics, which is you got your new moon, which is when it looks like there's no moon. It's the start of the cycle. And then you got your full moon, which is when two weeks later, the moon has moved in its cycle to be fully illuminated. And it's that big old bright orb in the sky that we all love to see where you go outside and it feels like there's a giant spotlight lights up the night. It's amazing. So let's talk about them. How do we recognize, acknowledge, work with these cycles, these different phases of the moon, and what are the most advantageous things to do during a new moon, during a full moon? What are some rituals that you can incorporate? I wanted to do this because I know that I, even though I've been practicing this for a while, will still, like when a new moon's coming, like it is tomorrow, I'm filming this on May 18th, and tomorrow is the new moon in Taurus. So I'm probably going to release this in two weeks, closer to the full moon, the next full moon, so that you all can have this during that time. But you can listen to this at any time to remind yourself what you can do during a new and full moon. Anyways, there's a new moon tomorrow. And I always tend to panic a little. I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? Like I always shake up my moon rituals a little bit, but it can be good to have some basics, right? Some things that you tried and true practices that you can have as your go-to for when we are at these different cycles. So let's get down to basics. Let's break it down. The new moon is when, again, it's the first, it's the beginning of the cycle. It's when the cycle is started over. The moon is gone. 
in its full cycle, it's reached its fullness, and then it waned back into a brand new moon. So aligned with the title, new moons are about new beginnings, new starts. I always think as the new moon, is, it's more of a time of calm and peace. It's that stillness energy. It's that potential, right? It's new. We don't know what's going to come in this cycle. We don't know what's happening. They often refer to the new moon as is a time of sowing your seeds. The full moon is a time of reaping what you've sown, right? Also, it's planting time and then the full moon is harvesting. So think of it that way. So there's stillness in the new moon because it's like, what's going to come around now? Like what's going to blossom? And with that, we have to think, well, what do I want to blossom? So a lot of the new moon is setting intentions, setting goals, or maybe setting a, a theme or a mantra for the coming cycle, right? Maybe it's, I'm stepping into my full higher self. I'm stepping into my, more into my potential. I'm releasing any beliefs that hold me back. So we set these things, we set goals, we set intentions, and we set a mantra at the new moon to pave the way for this next cycle what we're going to be focusing on, what are the things that we're doing so that we can reap what we'd like to have at the time of the full moon. Now, granted, it's only two weeks to the full moon. So really when we're setting intentions for the new moon, it's a full 30 day cycle. So you're really thinking about, yes, I'd like to see some blossoming at the full moon, but really like what you set at one new moon, like what your intention is might take a few cycles to blossom. We can't expect like by the next full moon, it's going to blossom, but one of these days, one of these moons is going to come about if we focus on it. Okay. So let's see here. We set our intentions, right? Again, maybe it's that we're going to start a new practice. We're going to start a new goal, right? Which is like, maybe I'm going to try to read for 30 minutes a day. I'm going to make sure that I go for a walk for an hour every single day. I'm going to make sure I do my meditation morning and night. I have a new uh, daily goal, which is to go on night walks. That's a new thing that I have that's kind of come to me, which we'll also talk about because moonwalks are super important. But I've found, I've been drawn to be under the night sky more often, to spend time at night where it's quiet, it's peaceful. And you kind of feel like you're out there in the middle of the solar system. If you're just looking up at the sky and everything's dark, you can pretend like you're not of this world for a minute and connect with the other galaxies. Maybe your home base, as I believe. Pleiades. Anyways, so, but the night of a new moon, set your intentions, set a few goals for this cycle, stuff you'd like to work towards and achieve, and then set a mantra and write these down, right? Write these down. The written world word is powerful. Put these up so that you remember them on a daily basis, that this is your intention. Sometimes people will fold them up and put them under their pillow. It's a common practice to sort of honor and say like, this will be of my mind for the next cycle. Keep it fresh, keep it close to you. Then that same night for the new moon, there's often a lot of clearing, right? You want to clear away the old energy. So you can do that by saging. Sometimes I like to take a nice long bath during a new moon to just really clear out any old energy. I've gotten really into like tapping and snapping and clapping I got a rattle recently. Very excited about that. I was gifted it. Of course, it came into my path. Rattles are really powerful for moving energy, shaking things, but also it's a lot about honoring the 
highest good. So you're like trying to call in energy where you're kind of shaking the rattle to bring together all people, all energies and recognizing that we are magic makers. We are sorceresses. We are all the things. And that if we come from the highest intention, we can do the highest good and we'll have the most collaborative effort with source, with spirit, right? So rattles are really big for that. They're ancient. They've been used in so many different rituals and ceremonies to sort of shake out that energy and call in that which is for the highest good helps us release our ego self, right? Our small self that says, I want this for me. So maybe get a rattle, maybe get some sage, right? Some Palo Santo, that the wood that you can burn, such an amazing smell. All these things where you're sort of saying, okay, I'm clearing this away. I'm clearing this out because a new cycle is starting again. What are my intentions for it? What are my goals? What are my mantras? Write that down. So maybe a bath, just any, and I like to get like a good, like, you know, one of those uh, exfoliating scrubs and just really like mm, 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 shave everywhere and just get everything a new start, but whatever it is for you. Also, I will say something to be mindful of is if you're female and you have a period is when your period aligns with a moon, it's kind of like being in sync. It's a good sign that you are kind of starting to align as far as like your spiritual intention, you're on your spiritual path. I always get stoked. I, I got my moon as we call it. People in the spiritual community call their moon, call their period a moon. And I like that. I got it on the last full moon and I was stoked. I was like, yeah, but then, you know, it gets thrown off and I'm like, oh, dang it. I'm off again, but whatever it came for the last new moon. And that was great. So baths for the new moon are good. Any type of cleansing, any type of clearing, tapping, clapping, just things that really shaking, shake stuff off. You know, just shake it all off, get it out of your system. All those things are good. So that's the new moon. And then two weeks later, which also I'll say the new moon is always based with the current astrological zodiac sign of that day, right? So for example, tomorrow's new moon is Taurus because right now we're in Taurus season. Whereas the full moon, which we're about to get into is always going to be represented by the sign, which is at the opposite which is opposite to the current sign, right? So, oh boy, you're going to make me do the math here. In the next full moon, we're going to be in Gemini season. So what's the opposite of June? Let's count six months out. We got June, July, August, September, October, November, December. So what's that? Like, I believe the next full moon is in Sagittarius because that's, they call it a full moon, right? It's the sign opposite. And if you have in your chart, which I actually do, my... Um, sun sign is Virgo and my rising sign is Pisces. So they call that having a full moon in your chart because those are opposite signs. They're six months apart. Exactly. So they're on opposite ends of the Zodiac. So that's what the full moon will always be. It will always be the opposite sign to the current Zodiac sign. So with that, let's jump into full moons. Full moons are fun, right? We all love full moons. Like I said, they're beautiful. We don't even have to be spiritual to know that they're awesome and you know they're relevant to our culture. And we hear about them a lot in horror movies and all that. It's when like the werewolves come out and all the craziness happens. The reason why that is because the energy is intensified, right? That thing is glowing up there in the sky. It's And also, like I said, the full moon is a time to reap what you've sown, to harvest. It's also a time of celebration. It's when you're like, yeah, look what we did. Because you got to give yourself credit, right? There's got to be that time. There's the stillness of the new moon where we are in the sacred space of creation and the sacred space of honoring what we're going to create next, right? And there's beauty in that because then we are acting as the creators and we're in our creative energy. So there's more stillness, more quiet. 
But the full moon is that, woo, we did it. Look at what came about. Let's celebrate it. Let's rock. Some of my favorite things to do on a full moon is to go dance out under the moon. I used to live next to this like awesome giant hill back in California. And I would go out there at like midnight and just like wear a dress and then just rip it off and dance naked under the full moon. Cause that's an awesome thing to do. Just get real primal with it. You know, like just let your whole body be enveloped by that beautiful light. Also to go in a hot tub, if you can like get out in water under the sun, under the moon, like can't really get much better than that. This last full moon, I went to hot springs and I made it there. Like while the moon was still out the weekend of the full moon. Oh man, that was incredible. And it was out in nature, right? Out in nature, in water, under the moon, bam, 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 enlightened. <laughs> I gained like 10 spiritual degrees. I'm just kidding. But so stuff like that is good. Like get outside, go for a moonwalk. That's what I was going to say. Moonwalks are amazing, both for the new moon and the full moon. Really every single night is great. But walking under the moon, letting that light come to you. Because even with a new moon where you can't see it, that energy of cleansing and clearing and new beginnings is coming down. You can radiate and you can feel it, but with the new moon, again, it's more energized. So, I mean, you know, I, this last full moon, I went to those hot springs at 2 AM and I was up all night. I haven't done that for like 15 years or something, but it just, you know, you get energized by the moon, go with it. Random, exciting things might happen like surprises, shocks, craziness, go with it, roll with it. And if you can get outside dance under the moon, walk under the moon, listen to some music that inspires you. I really love the band M83. If you've ever heard of it, they came out like early 2010s with their song Midnight City. Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. And that is like literally the quintessential full moon dancing song. It there, that band is like almost otherworldly. Like I feel like they're from another planet. I feel like they're probably aliens who like congregated here to bring us their beautiful music. Cause listen to one of their albums. Like you feel like it launches you out into space and then you're just like floating around the cosmos listening to some of those songs. So that's my go-to for music dancing, but do whatever calls to you to dance under the full moon. Get naked if you can, if you want, if it's your thing, sit in a hot tub, get in a body of water under the moon. Hello. You can also take a bath, but I like to be more outside for the full moons when I can. And then yes, it's a time of celebration. So it's a time where we want to say, okay, what have I, what's come about in this cycle? What is coming to fruition? Cause we want to give ourselves credit, right? We can't just work our whole life and never acknowledge the progress we've made. So we take this time to celebrate. Often you can make like a nice big elaborate meal on the full moon. Sometimes some people will cleanse or do a fast on the new moon to kind of recognize that stillness, that quietness, that, you know, regeneration, the clearing out the cleansing, or they just eat lightly and very healthily. But on the full moon, that's more of a time to like maybe get friends over and have like a big banquet or a buffet, whatever. And just have fun with that. So yeah, those are some of the top things to do in the full moon. Also, you are really also releasing some of the not so great stuff, right? Like you're kind of saying like, all right, here's what's come about. And now that I've got this newness, I am freaking done with this. It could be like ex-lovers, ex-partners, friends, situations, mentalities, jobs that you're like, this is done. This is out now. And, you know, do rituals for that. Again, use like the saging, use you know, brushing and all that stuff to just kind of shake it out and gut it out because there's no room for that anymore. So, and then also it's important to, again, look at what sign the moon is in, right? If it's like a Leo moon, that's like, oh, dang, like this, the lion is roaring. You got that real 
prideful, but also like ambitious and driven and gregarious energy coming out. But if it's like a cancer moon, then it's more in your feelings. So you're definitely still feeling that radiant, powerful, full moon energy, but it might really play into like some deeper emotional levels. So just check that out. And I think that about wraps it up. New moon, full moon, some things to do. It can also always involve like candles and just burning any sort of incense or herbs or whatever feels aligned for you. Sipping on something that feels cleansing and good for you. On a full moon, it could be something more celebratory, alivening like cacao or something like that. And the new moon, it can be like a cleansing tea, herbal tea or something. And then we also want to take space at both of these moons to really tap into our higher wisdom and guidance to see if they have any suggestions that I haven't mentioned, right? To try something that's calling to you. You might say, I need to go on a moon drive and just get out and go to this beach and go sit on the beach or go to this lake and go be by this lake or go to this mountain. Or you might feel like you need to just journal and just write out a lot of reflections from a past month or past cycle. So be sure you listen to that, that guidance. Another thing that is always beautiful and that I do on every single moon is divination, where you're inviting in your spirit and guide to come through with some messages using any tools you might use. For me, I use tarot and oracle cards. And because this is a divine feminine solo episode, I will be pulling some cards for you, my lovely audience. I already used the moon oracle, I think like two episodes ago or something. So although those are pertinent, I'm using the wisdom of the oracle divination cards, which I came into possession of this past weekend, which was very divinely orchestrated. I went to have a beautiful session with this woman who does this sort of cellular cleansing circuit where you do all kinds of like an infrared sauna and these massagers and heat lamps and all this stuff that really helps kind of clear out energy from your body. So perfect thing to do on like a new moon, right? If you have access to that. But another thing to point out, saunas and steam rooms are great for new moons where you're really just getting that energy out and shedding and releasing. And I was there and the woman who ran this this operation was moving. And I saw like a whole bunch of tarot and Oracle decks on her table. And she sat me down for this uh, foot bath. She does this thing where you get a foot bath and you put special salt into it. And it like pulls out toxins from your feet. It's crazy. And the water turns certain colors. And there's like a color chart that says, if the water's brown, it says you're releasing stuff from your liver. And if it's blue, it's from like your spleen. It was just wild. It was awesome. Anyways, she asked if I wanted anything while I sat in the foot bath for like half an hour. And I said, can I take a look at those Oracle cards? And she was like, oh yeah, I'm actually giving those away. So I'll bring over a bunch and you pick which ones you want. And I saw these and these are these beautiful deck that I've seen so many times in for readers that I watch often on YouTube, tarot and Oracle readers. And there it's Colette Baron reed who's one of my favorites. I have a lot of her decks. She also does like the animal spirit deck and many others. And uh, now I have one and they're so beautiful. So I'm going to pull one for you, dear listeners, right now. So let's see what's coming through for whatever moon is closest. Let's say that whenever you listen to this, I'm going to try to time it with the next full moon. So it'll be pretty close to that. Again, I'm calling it the full moon in Sag, Sagittarius. But let's see what wants to come through. We're going to ask for... A beautiful guidance and divination. Oh, 
Ooh, here it comes. All right. So this is number 15 for this Oracle deck, and it's called Message in a Bottle. And what you can see on this card is there is a, looks like a pelican, like a white, big, beautiful pelican on this bottle, a glass bottle that's floating in the ocean. And inside of it, it has a telephone. Oh my gosh, how funny. So like it's an actual like telephone message. There's a phone call coming for you from the middle of the ocean. Do you think it would work if you answered it? That submerged phone, but it's in a bottle. So I guess it's dry. Anyways, message in a bottle. Let's go ahead and read what the message the from the little booklet that comes with this says about this phone call coming to you from the ocean. Okay. Message in a bottle. Number 15. That might be an important number for you. 15. Stay aware of it. Maybe the 15th of next month or something. I don't know. Essential meanings, communication, a sign, a cledon. What word is that? C-L-E-D-O-N, cledon. The ancient, okay, it's the ancient name for a spontaneous oracle delivered innocently by the speaker. Okay. So that to me, that kind of sounds like someone like, maybe you're talking to someone at a party and they just happen to spit like some crazy, like divine wisdom to you that you feel is like source speaking directly to you. It happens, truly happens. Don't dismiss anything or anybody or any situation to be a conduit and channel of the divine because we are all part of the divine. So you can find divine messages in the most unexpected places and sources. Okay, the Oracle's message, spirit sends you signs when you ask for them. When you believe you will receive them, and when you allow yourself to become fluent in the language of symbols, oracles, and omens, they may come to you as a bird flying by, a logo on a truck, and a song on the radio. Yes, yes, yes. Listen out. This is me speaking. This isn't the message, but be aware of everything. Words on the back of someone's shirt who's walking in front of you. Like it says, a logo on the side of a truck you know, a commercial that you see, a song that plays. Sometimes spirit talks to you directly through that medium. Okay, keep your ears open for someone might say just the right thing that will give you the answer to your query. Today, your message is this. Spirit hears you and the reply is favorable. Ah, yeah. The reply is favorable. Good things coming, all my listeners. Who's ever listening? Be aware. The reply is favorable. So whatever you're thinking about while you were listening to this episode, it's coming. And to me, this is saying like, for whatever moon you're about to do a ritual or a ceremony around, like you are going to get a message about exactly what you need to do for that moon. But also like during that moon, when you're doing your thing, there's going to be a strong message coming through. And it could be from a song. It could be from a book. It could be from a card that comes out. It could be from someone who reaches out of nowhere, an email, you get a text just be aware. There's also a, a relationship message. I'm just going to go ahead and read that for anybody who might be having relationship quandaries or questions, because of course, a lot of the show is talking about how we can establish and find our healthy divine soul partnership. This says you can expect someone to favor you with positive news. This could be in the form of a letter, phone, call, or email. Oh, you are the intended receiver of this message. So stay open to what you learn. Only good will come of it in the end. The signs are all there. Ooh, love all these messages. Very fortuitous, very positive. 
All right, everybody. I hope this was helpful. I hope this allows you to kind of establish a little bit of just sort of the basics about how you might want to incorporate and create a new moon ritual, a full moon ritual. But then of course, add your own flair to it, add your own magic and your own guidance to what you are most attuned to and what's best for you to do at these different times in the moon cycle. All right, everybody have a beautiful day. Happy full moon, happy new moon, wherever this finds you. Best wishes to everybody. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.